Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash choosing beggars, where someone wants to hire an honest to God slave. Seeking a live-in nanny for a 15-month-old baby. What we're offering is room and board in a comfortable, quiet home for a family of three in exchange for full-time childcare. The mother is very hands-on and involved with day-to-day childcare operations. Typical hours are Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 5.30 p.m., but you'll get off holidays and weekends. Our preferred qualifications are as follows. You must be CPR certified or knowledgeable or willing to be trained. You must have a personal vehicle. You must have previous childcare and nanny experience. You must be willing to clean, do laundry, and maintain household standards. You must be willing to follow a schedule and routine outlined by parents. You must be willing to assist with potty training. The following is our preferred personal standards. You must be quiet, no partying. You must know how to maintain a clean room and bathroom. No loud music, no guests. You must have an appropriate bedtime. You must be able to give a small report of the day each evening. So, they want someone to come to their home and work for free. It's not even accurate to call this person a slave, because at least a slave owner had to feed their slaves. Presumably, based on this post, the nanny would also be expected to pay for their own food. They also said the applicant had to have their own cars, so presumably they'd be driving around town spending their own gas money. So, this job is literally less profitable than being a slave. Hello, I'd like to commission you for a headshot. Okay, that'll be 100 pesos. Why is that so high? It's just a headshot. And it's not even real art because it's digital, lol, no offense. And then OP sends a choosing beggar a shocked emoji. What? Shocked because I told you the cold truth? No, it's not that. I'm just shocked that I've been chatting with an animal the whole time. How did you learn to speak the human language? And to be clear, 100 pesos is like $2. Dude, if you can't even afford a $2 headshot, then you can't afford the bus pass or the gas that would be required to get you to the job that would need the headshot in the first place. I've interviewed several people for this job opening this week, and all the interviews went great. There's so many talented people out there, but here's the problem. None of the candidates have sent up a follow-up email to thank us for the interview. Not one. That surprised me. These positions are very competitive, and I just think that as a hiring person, getting a simple thank you email might give you an edge. That is all. (laughs) And then someone replies to this employer. I tried to contact you guys about a gig a while ago, and I never heard back. FYI, I would have included a formal thanks of a handwritten note, and I write in cursive. Yeah, we get so many applications for positions that we say in our job descriptions that we'll reach out to those who we feel interest the hiring manager. I've sent about a hundred applications to companies over my career and never got a response from any of them. Then someone else replies, Sir, do you really not see the hypocrisy? Do you think that yours is the only job they applied for? (sighs) It's not enough that we have to write a resume. It's not enough that we have to write a cover letter. It's not enough that we have to get dressed up nice and drive across town to have an unpaid interview. No, a person looking for a job can do all these things, and still it's not enough. Hiring people like these expect you to write a thank you letter? Thanking you for what? You're getting paid to interview us. We're not getting paid to be interviewed by you. So why should we be excited that you're interviewing us? We're not actually getting anything until you give us our first paycheck. Man, stuff like this just pisses me off. 
applying for a job nowadays is so obnoxious. And douchebags like these expect us to thank them for their time? How about we start sending you thank you emails after you start replying to people who apply to let us know whether or not we got the job first? Companies ghost employees way more than employees ghost companies. Review, one star. I went to pick up my partner and I decided to arrive at the airport a few hours early. The airport had the nerve to charge me $2 for parking. I have a disability sticker. I'm entitled to free parking. I shouldn't have to pay two whole dollars for parking. How dare they make me pay for things like that? I always get free parking. Wait, this person thinks they get free parking because they have a disabled sticker? Like, when they go to park in the disabled space at, like, McDonald's or grocery stores, do they think to themselves, Huh, enjoy your paid parking, losers. I get to park in the free disabled parking space. Lady, that's not how this works. On this next post, Opie's father is a photographer, and Opie's dad gets this message. Sounds good. We can shoot some stuff around here. Also, I'm down to come into the city and get some great content shots. I don't know how to compensate you for your time, but if you like, we could do some great shots to help you get more exposure for your photography. Smiley face. And then OP's dad replies, I've been nominated three times for a Pulitzer. I'm so exposed, I could be naked. <laughs> Man, what a great comeback. This has strong, do you even know who I am, energy. Also, how is this choosing beggar saying, I don't know how to compensate you for your time? As if there weren't already an agreed-upon currency that everyone uses explicitly to compensate people for their time. Hey, so I'm a new VTuber and I love your Gura sketch. But you said that you normally do digital art, so can I post this Gura sketch and claim it as mine? You already do digital art, so you don't need to be posting paper art too. That's just too much talent hogging and you're being selfish for also doing art on paper. Help out a small VTuber and let me gain some fame. I love Gura more than you anyway. So completely unrelated to this story, but this reminds me. I'm the type of person who loves making YouTube channels. I've got this channel r slash, but for those of you who don't know, I've started like multiple channels before this. I had two gaming channels called Dabacap. And like, I grew them pretty big. They got up to like 400k subs on one. I think the other one got up to like 250,000 subscribers. And they were like my main job for a while. But I'm just the type of person who loves making more YouTube channels. And probably in the future at some point, I'm going to make another YouTube channel. I don't know when that'll be or what the channel will be about. But since I've started three channels in the past, it's probably pretty likely that I'll start another one. That, <laughs> that being said, if I were a girl, I would completely start a VTuber channel, no doubt about it. I think the VTuber trend is super cool, not in the way of like, I'm a fan of the content. I'm just personally really fascinated by the growth of VTubers this past like year or so. But unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm a dude, so I just don't think that I would get any success as a VTuber. I don't know, would you guys watch a VTuber channel of like r slash Chan and my character model <laughs> with some chick with just big old boobies? Nah, it's funny to think about, but realistically, I think that only girls are going to find success in that space. It's honestly a shame because VTuber growth is awesome. And if anyone out there is thinking about becoming a content creator, I would say now's a great time to get on board, especially if you're a girl. VTuber growth right now is absolutely insane, and I'm really jealous of them. So if you've got a lot of charisma and a cute voice, then I'm telling you, you can make money hand over fist becoming a VTuber. 
a lot more money than I could make as a VTuber anyways. Our next Reddit post is from Rando Boomer. Okay, so I've had to tell one of my employees to no longer let his wife contact me directly after this. We sometimes have to travel for work, and when COVID hit last year, we were stuck with lots of unused airline tickets. While the airlines did give us travel credit, they're stuck in the name of the passenger. So even though I'm the one who paid for the ticket, it's the employees who have the airline credit. Talking with our clients, it appears that we're going to be meeting virtually for the foreseeable future. Rather than let the travel credits expire and have no value, I told our team that they can use them for personal travel. I would rather see them use it for vacation than for them to go to waste. Remember, the credit is only in the name of the original passenger, nobody else. So, my employees can use them for themselves, but not other people, like their spouses, kids, etc. So, after announcing this, I got an email from an employee's wife who contacted me asking me for a free color printer earlier this year. She thought that it was nice that I gave my employees the option to use company-paid tickets for personal travel. But she was upset that that only benefited her husband, not her or her kids. She was wondering if I would consider offering some sort of deal for them, like 50% reimbursement so they could all go on vacation. WTF? At minimum, I'm the one paying for the husband's vacation airfare, but that's still not good enough. I emailed back with a curt, no. This was offered as a token of appreciation for the hard work that everyone is doing. Going forward, please don't contact me in the future unless it's an emergency regarding your husband. I then called my employee and told him that, barring some emergency involving his grave illness or death, I don't want her emailing or calling me ever again. Despite my tone that, in hindsight, was probably harsher than it should have been, he was very apologetic, and he said that she'd written to me without his knowledge. You know what they say, no good deed goes unpunished. And OP mentioned a color printer story, so I went back into OP's comments and I found that story. My employees have been working remotely for about a year now, and like most businesses, we weren't as prepared as we could have been. I bought new laptops, stocking stations, and two monitors for everyone last year. But one thing that I forgot was printers. Everyone said they already had a printer, so I said that I just reimbursed them for toner and ink. Problem solved. Well, not really. Some had inkjets, and those cartridges get expensive quickly. And when people had to scan and archive documents, people who didn't have a scanner would have to trek into the office to do it. It wasn't an impossible situation, just not a great one. And since work has picked up, it's become a growing headache. Last week, I decided that we're going to let our office lease expire and go full-on remote for the rest of 2021. I don't think anyone wants to be trekking to my house to scan documents. Dan, an employee on our team, is really tech-savvy. He has a good multifunction laser printer that does scanning and faxing. It prints double-sided and at a pretty good speed and has Wi-Fi support. Best of all, he's really familiar with it and he said that he'd help anyone with setup. It's what he told me to buy and it works great! Last Friday, I told everyone I was buying these printers for their work at home. A number of people have kids who are remote learning, so I said they could let their kids and spouses use it too. People seem pretty pleased. This weekend, I had the following maddening email exchange with a team member's wife. Please note that in the original emails, there were a few pleasantries exchanged, but I cut those out in this story, so this is going to read a bit harsher than it actually was. But still, I'm surprised by the audacity of this woman. This woman was so adept at dodging facts that she should consider running for office. Hi, this is Choosing Beggar. I'm the wife of one of your employees. I heard that you were giving everyone printers and that you said it was okay for our kids to use it for schoolwork. Hi, Choosing Beggar. Yes, it supports Wi-Fi, so anyone in the house can use it. 
I don't know much about the setup, but one of our guys, Dan, is really tech savvy, and he volunteered to help anyone in their family with their setup. I hope that helps. Would it be possible to get a color printer? It's easier if everyone has the same model. Dan is really familiar with this model. Plus, it makes it easier for tracking, accounting, and supplies, so this is the best fit. I just found this other model for the same money. It wouldn't cost you any more. Could we get that one instead? In the long run, it does make a difference. Color cartridges cost more money. Plus, that one is slower and doesn't support scanning. The kids will mind if it's slower, and they don't need to scan anything for school. The primary purpose of this printer is for your husband's work. The speed and the scanning are important to him. He doesn't scan anything. Our current printer doesn't scan at all. I know. He has to drive into the office to scan. This printer will save him time. Plus, we're not going to have an office after June. He won't mind. And I've overheard you on Zoom meetings talking about the danger of one-size-fits-all thinking. Isn't that what this is? I finally lost my patience. I was done negotiating with a beggar. Choosing beggar, one of the printers that I selected will be arriving at your house today or tomorrow. That printer is my property for the purpose of your husband to do his job. Your kids can use it for schoolwork, within reason. Please have your husband get in touch with Dan if he needs assistance. Oh, I thought that you were buying it for us to keep. Never mind then. First, how would this behavior have been any better if it were a gift? Second, are that many employers giving away printers? I did get an email from the husband later on apologizing. Let's hope his kids take after him. Man, this lady has some nerve. If I, <laughs> if I contacted my wife's boss and scolded her about something about her job, my wife would chew me out. And she should, of course, right? Like, that's completely natural. Having your spouse jeopardize your job like that is so embarrassing. On this next post, OP builds custom keyboards. Hey, I saw your setup on your story. Where'd you get your keyboard from? I really like it. Thanks. It's a GMMK Pro with Sunset Taihao keycaps. It also has Panda Ivory switches. I also custom printed some WASD keys with my own design. Oh, wow. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, in my pastime, I like to build things like keyboards and PCs. Oh, in that case, you should send me one. I want Cherry switches and HyperX keycaps. Well, those are quite expensive. I suppose I could send you some spare parts from other builds, but doing a full custom build is too expensive. I also charge for the commissions I get. You already have a lot of money. Please help someone out during COVID. I can't do that. Sorry. Why not? You have the money and everything, and it's just one keyboard. I also work for my money, and I'm in high school. We're all struggling, and I'm afraid that I can't do that. F you. All I'm asking for is a keyboard, which you have many of. And you still want to be so greedy, shaking my head. F you. OP, you should ask for this kid's address and send him the keys F and U. Please, someone watch my stupid grandpa. I'm supposed to watch over this mindless idiot and I can't even pay someone for help, so I need someone to do it for me for free. Also, if you have like an old phone or something, please give it to me. I legit can't deal with this anymore. I need a distraction. And then someone replies, you'd be lucky if you get into college after this, kid. This is plain old neglect, abuse, and disrespect. In my days, you'd have been whipped tenfold. And then someone else replies, don't worry, I've managed to contact their parents. 
This little idiot forgot that his parents use Facebook too. I've also reported the post. I don't know, this kind of seems like an everyone sucks here situation. Sure, clearly the kid is a brat, but at the same time, should his parents really be offloading the responsibility of caring for grandparents to kids? Obviously not. That was r slash choosing beggars, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.